Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this guy back. He's an author. He, of course, um, uh, the president and chairman of Citizens United. Had him on plenty of times because he's got all the knowledge. It's David Bossy. David, how are you? Good to see you. I am outstanding, Joe. Good to be here. We've got a big week ahead of us. Big yeah, week. man, a huge week. We're going to have uh, three three uh, different candidates on just about every day. Just got done talking to Kerry Lake out in Arizona. You know, as the winner. Go ahead. Winner. She's a winner. Well, well, I think without a doubt. I mean, she's up by nine in one poll, 11 in another poll. But, David, you and I both know that conservatives will sit on their hands if they think we already have it in the bag. And they've got to go and vote. I mean, that's really that, that's of supreme importance here. You, you, you are so, so right, Joe. We have to have every single conservative in America, a like-minded independent. I don't care how conservative you are. We have to vote these people out of office. They are destroying our country. It's, and we're only going, look, a lot of times we say, just go vote. This year, I need people to go vote, but we need to participate. We need to be poll watchers. We need to be work, poll workers. Yeah. We need to be in the room because when we're in the room, they can't cheat. And that's going to be the only way. We're, look, we have to win. We have to win. This is a defining election of our lifetime. We love to say it's the most important. I think this is a defining yeah. election of our lifetime. Our children are going to look back at this 20, 30 years from now when they're our age and they're going to say, why did this generation, why did my parents' generation fail? And we cannot allow that. We have to get a correction, a course correction. Right now, it's a great thing about the United States. Every two years, we get to change the the direction of the ship. Uh, and Joe Biden has just created one crisis after the other. Uh, and we have to get a handle on this. So we have to win back yeah. the House and say, well, I'm with you. You got the president, the House, and Senate are, are all radical liberals, radical leftists. I mean, not even close to being the blue dog Democrats of the 60s and 70s. These right. people have shown us for two years exactly what America looks like under their um, their ability to to sign laws that that'll that'll spend money to to just fatten the the pockets of people like the WEF, glo- globalists, global warming idiots. But what we're seeing on on the ground is what I believe is a tipping point. Let me make a comparison and tell me if you agree. In New York, Pataki won because it was a tipping point election. In New York, Giuliani won because it was a tipping point election. People didn't care about the typical left-right BS. They cared that they might die going on the subway today. They cared that their kids might be indoctrinated in school. They cared that the streets weren't safe and there was pornography everywhere. Rudy cleaned that up. Pataki cleaned that up. Are we seeing a similar thing today? We, We certainly are. Some of these states still don't know they've hit rock bottom, which you can't get, you know, you can't uh, force people before they're ready. Just look at California. Yeah. We thought they hit rock bottom. They had a, they had a, the, the recall election a year ago, uh, you know, and he wins and now he's going to win reelection. This is crazy. But in New York, it's a different thing. Crime is rampant. You're seeing it with your own eyes every single day. Some tragedy is happening in across New York City, across New York State, and they are tired of it. They're tired of the crime. They're tired of the immigration problem. They're tired of the in, the inflation crisis across everything. Look, a lot of us are touched by inflation, but in Manhattan, when you have to go pay ten dollars for a gallon of milk, uh, it gets your full and complete attention. Yeah. I don't care what you have. So yeah, they're 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 affected by everything. And I and we have a poll out just yesterday, Kellyanne Conway. Uh, conducted for us here at Citizens United. And uh, it shows uh, that Hochul is at 46 and the great Lee Zeldin is at 45. Lee Zeldin is going to win this race. 
Uh, if Kathy Hochul's only at 46 uh, uh, one week before the election, she's going to lose. We're, it is going to be, and when we're watching this on election night, and we see Herschel Walker win in Georgia, and we see uh, Lee Zeldin win in New York, those are those are telltale signs that it's going yep. to be a big wave election. I couldn't agree with you more. It's David Bossy. Go to citizensunited.org or davidbossy.com, I believe, is your website. Um, let's talk specifically about New York a little bit more. Hochul, the other day in the debate, was asked the question, would you do it again with these mandates that ended up firing people to where the Supreme Court in New York even said, you can't do that. You've got to reinstate them and give them back pay. They're going to take it to the Court of Appeals. But she said, absolutely, I would. David, what am I missing here? Has she not gotten the memo that you can still get it and still spread it even if you're vaccinated? You weren't saving anybody by forcing people out of a job unless they took the jab. I mean, that's such a disconnect. Do you think people on both sides of the aisle in New York will hear that? Of course. I think that she's losing because of her language. Yeah. You look at the uh, you look at her language related to that as well as the nursing home crisis. People's families died in these nurses. These are not disembodied, you know, ideas. Right. These are human beings, moms and dads that died in these nursing homes. And you're not seeing um, you're not seeing her. Uh, really have that connection with New Yorkers over that issue that drove her predecessor, the reason that she's even in office today, out of the governor's mansion. So uh, Governor Cuomo left partly because of that. Yeah. So she's on Al Sharpton's show the other day. You know, the former FBI informant calls himself Reverend. And she decides to say that the crime wave is only happening in red states. It's not happening in blue states. And in fact, crime is down in New York City by 15%. Now, of course, crime murder is up 40% in New York City, if not higher. So with it being 15% lower, I'm not really impressed with a 25% (laughs) increase because of the Democrat Eric Eric Adams running that city. But, of course, she ignored the fact that it could be a red state, but in Houston, Texas, there's a lot of crime because it's a blue city, or Austin, Texas, or or fill-in-the-blank city in New York, where it's geographically a red state if you look at it from 30,000 feet, but New York City is a den, is a haven for crime. So do you think she really believes that Democrat policies haven't caused this? You know, Alvin Bragg over there in, in Manhattan, this really isn't because of these people? This is really a red thing that, that crime is up? Fill me in. I mean, she thinks that message is going to work. And, and she's just wrong. That's why the polling shows that she's in a dead heat. And, and then she, she just shouldn't be, right? I mean, let's just acknowledge this is yeah. New York State. They haven't elected a, a Republican uh, statewide since 1994, uh, and it's uh, it, it's it's shocking that she's even in this spot. But it's because these issues that we're talking about here transcend policy, uh, yes. politics. They transcend party. Right. So people aren't looking at it through the lens of being a Democrat or Republican or independent. They're looking at it through the lens of how do I protect my family, my husband, my wife, my children? How can I put them? My kids ride the, the, the subway to school. I ride the subway to work. It impacts people directly right. and daily in New York. If you're in New York City, crime is, is a daily occurrence for you. It used, there used to be days, you know, Rudy Giuliani, you know, is just remembered as America's mayor because of 9-11. But before that, he got elected mayor to clean up the city. And he that's what he did. And that's what he did. And and um, he 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 had such an amazing impact when crime was rampant 
we we were um, we 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 saw him just single handedly take the city back. All right, we've only got a few minutes left with David Bossy. David, I appreciate the knowledge as always. Let's very quickly go through some of these races. Mastriano against uh, against Shapiro. Can that happen? You know, it's really looking hard. It's really an uphill battle. I, I hope he can, but that's a tough, tough uh, race. Uh, you know, the Democrat there is just so strong and well-financed. Uh, unlike Fetterman, uh, who's been a disaster as a candidate, uh, and, and Dr. Oz, who's run a, an incredible race and well-financed. So I think I think it's going to be a, a ticket split there, I think. But, uh, but, but, if, but if you don't debate, shouldn't that be disqualifying? That should mean something to oh, Pennsylvanians. I, sure, sure. But, they, look, they, you know. It, it, it is going to be very difficult for that for him to overcome that. Okay. But I do think we, we win the Senate race there in Pennsylvania, definitely. All right, so it looks, it looks like Oz, you're taking Oz over Fetterman. I agree with you. There was a, yes. big, a big sea change when people saw how debilitated Fetterman really is uh, uh, in that debate that they had. Let's go to Georgia. Um, Herschel Walker, we've had him on the show several times. He did debate with Warnock and did very, very well, I believe. Warnock is a horrible senator, not a reverend. He's a pro, you know, kill the baby, you know, right up until birth guy. I'm not really sure I understand why that's even close, but... Do you feel like I do that Herschel Walker could pull this off? They've tried every trick on him. And, and they've gone over the top. What they've done, Joe, is just they it, instead of really doing a, a, a very scientific, you know, with a scalpel, they took a sledgehammer to Herschel Walker yeah. and, and it just ended up not mattering. Herschel Walker is going to beat Raphael Warnock and 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 be helped by Governor Kemp get across that finish line. So I hope that there's no runoff there and that Herschel wins it outright next week. J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan. This one is closer than I think it should be, but Ryan has been exposed as a guy who wants to release 50% of the prison population should he get elected and should he have that opportunity. Uh, J.D. Vance is looking strong. How do you feel? J.D. Vance is going to win this. It's going to be not as close as people think. Uh, Ohio is a very red state. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Ryan has run a very good race. Very disciplined, very solid, well financed, but and he's run away from Joe Biden and the Biden policies, which is why he's made it even this far. Uh, but it doesn't matter. JD Vance is too strong, and the state is too Republican. He's going to win. Uh, could we get a couple of surprises? Can Smiley win in Washington? I was just about to say, I think Smiley is our dark horse. Really upset victory of of the evening. It's going to be incredibly tight. Uh, but she is such a good candidate, working mother, nurse, veteran advocate for her husband and and, uh, and all vets. Uh, just a tremendous story, tremendous woman. And is going to send home a 30-year career uh, corrupt left-wing politician uh, in Patty Murray. Two last quick ones with David Bossy. Go to davidbossy.com. Go to citizensunited.org. Um, how about Alaska? Does Chewbacca beat Murkowski? Do we finally get that very, very wishy-washy Murkowski out of the Senate? I certainly hope so. We, we're, we're supporting her, uh, Chewbacca, uh, strongly. Uh, she is a tremendous candidate. I do think she wins. Um, it's the ranked choice voting, so it makes it a little hinky. Yeah. But I do believe she wins. The good news about that race is Murkowski's terrible, but at least she uh, is a, on the Republican side. So even if we don't win it, we don't lose the majority because of it. Yeah, but I'd like to get somebody in there that Diane Feinstein can, can push around, you totally know? Agree. <laughs> Completely agree. All right, and, and the last one, you already said that Kerry Lake is a winner. Um, of course, you know, they're calling it very close, although a couple of recent polls say 9% up, 11% up. Does she go away with this? She's going to win. Um, she's going to win and win big, in my opinion. I think Kerry Lake is 
Carrie Lake is going to win, and she's going to help uh, Blake Masters cross the finish line and, and, win, and, and win that Senate race as well. So you think they both win? I do. I think we win. We're going to pick up four seats. Uh, I'm sorry, three seats in the United States Senate. I think we go plus three. That's a, that's a beautiful. Uh, uh, David, I know that you're busy. you got people calling you like crazy. I appreciate you giving uh, me some time today. Thanks a lot Joe, for stopping. So by. No, no, listen, it's perfectly fine. Thank you so much for giving me your time today. Let's stay in contact. I think that you're right on with this stuff. I think we might win more than three in the Senate. We might be 54. We, we'll see. David, I appreciate you. Four. You might be right if we win New Hampshire. Uh, exactly right. I think we have a chance to do that. Let's talk again soon, my brother. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. All right, back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. We appreciate David Bossy coming on. I like his prediction for 53 in the Senate. We'll see. I think it could be as many as 54 uh, if, you, if you get a surprise in New Hampshire. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Uh, time for a quick phone call here. Then Carrie's got a story. Uh, Anthony, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Joe. Um, yeah, um, I'm a veteran, and I work out at the Randolph Gym there in, uh, in San Antonio. Okay. And strangely, um, the Fox News Channel has been blocked. And they've done this before, and it seems like it's kind of around the election time period that I'm not sure if they're only trying to present one view, but the MSNBC, they have one to two channels on that, and the Fox has been blocked. Uh, The individuals who work there have tried to switch it, and it says it's blocked. And it seems odd that it wouldn't be available in all the other networks are. When they try to switch Um, it to Fox News Channel, it literally says it's blocked? Yeah, I don't even know how, how do you how do you block a channel. I, I don't even know how to block a channel. How do you do that? Uh, probably using some sort of parental control system. Um, so I guess I need a parent. So um, now I'm not sure at what level this is. Could it be just the base uh, manager or the uh, gym manager that's interfering with uh, people's right to hear a balanced thing? I'm not asking them to pull other channels off. Right. I'm just asking them for a little bit more. I mean, if you're going to have MSNBC, you should have something like Newsmax to offset it. If you're going to have CNN, you should probably have Fox News. Yeah. And it's just the point of this. It's like, you know, that's kind of almost on the trying to influence as a, if you're a DOD employee, trying to influence the election is pretty serious. And, and, and so, are you saying yeah, that this is, that this is the actual gym at Randolph Air Force Base? Yes. Well, that's not okay. No, no, no. Go, go talk to somebody who's a higher up. Somebody's playing games. Uh, Anthony, I hear you, and I appreciate you. Let me say this uh, loudly to anybody who's listening to Randolph. No, stop it. Don't don't block anything. Don't try to affect a, an election. Don't, don't do anything like that. Let people watch Fox News. Give them a choice. These are our men and women who, generally speaking, are in the armed forces who should be allowed to watch what they want to watch. Stop it. Stop. If you're doing that, stop it. I, listen, I'm, I'm tech, technologically pretty smart. I don't know how to block a single channel like that. I guess you can, but stop it. That's kind of ridiculous. Carrie, you've got one for us before we get out of here. This is kind of interesting to me because I don't think Jerry Jones cares. 
But this is interesting. From Fox News, billionaire Jerry Jones's wallet could become slightly lighter if the NFL decides to find him for his Halloween costume. The longtime owner of the Dallas Cowboys dressed up as a blind referee for Halloween. The costume featured Jones in a striped referee shirt, sunglasses, and a walking stick. And the photo of Jones in the outfit was posted as Nisa's social media account. Oh, yeah, I had the cane and everything, Jones told Sports Illustrated Sunday in reference to the outfit. And I used it on some people, too. Jones seemed to not take the costume seriously, but coaches and team officials are prohibited by the NFL from criticizing referees. A league memo from 2019 addresses potential penalties for the following comments regarding the quality of officiating individual calls or missed calls. The league's officiating department an officiating crew or an individual game official accusing game officials of acting with bias or in any way questioning the integrity of NFL game officials or posting negative or derogatory demeaning content pertaining to officiating on social media. It is possible the league could view Jones's costume as a violation of certain criteria as it relates to referees. Stupid! That is so stupid. Come on, man. Halloween is a day to have some fun. It's actually kind of hilarious if you think about it. He dressed up as a blind referee. Now, did he have the guy's name on the jersey? I mean, I, I know, is he I picking don't, on no, one guy? I, I don't think so. No. Of course not. No. And they've got some blanket very broad rule that says you can't in any way make fun of or what defame or something a referee again they're not going after one specific referee just uh, come on man come on Mm -hmm. carrie can we not have any fun anymore i mean you're no fun but can't we have some fun fun, especially on halloween you're fun i am you're fun i'm a lot of fun you dress up uh well no did you did you hide some candy from the kids uh yes i did not fun a couple of pieces yeah (laughs) a couple let's do some popcorn whoop Paul, you don't think Carrie's any fun, right? She can be fun. Thanks. All right. You say so. (laughs) What's going on, man? So Taylor Swift has become the first artist to ever claim the entire top 10 on the Billboard Hot 100 list in one week. Every song from 1 through 10 is hers, really? Yes, from her new album. Yes. Dude, how did she do that? I, I don't know. And on top of that, every single song on her album is in the top 100. What the heck? Yeah. That's, that's an incredible feat. I can't imagine how she did that. I can't tell you any songs that are on her new album. Carrie, can you? Uh, No, I cannot. Nope. That is Carrie. That's Polo. That's Sam. I'm Joe. Glad to have you here. Back tomorrow, same time, same place. A lot of great interviews coming up. Don't miss even a second. Have a good night. This is the Joe Pegg Show.